He rubbed his eyes with trembling fingers. It was still there, black-shadowed in the silvery light. Joey couldn't believe what he was seeing. What he thought he was seeing. I am real. The muffled voice came from inside his head, as the creature's eyes malevolently continued to follow him, its black tongue lolling. It appeared to grin, then gracefully lifted its monstrous head, jaws snarling back to reveal razor-sharp fangs, and howled. Immobilized, Joey stood not ten feet from the apparition, too damn frightened to move. It languidly rose, stood and padded toward him with sharp clawed paws clicking the counter, until it was only a few feet away. It towered over him, and its fetid odor was nearly overwhelming. He stumbled backwards until he bumped against the door. The phantom wolf didn't move. I must be more tired than I thought. Joey breathed, finally finding his voice, shaking his head. I'm asleep on my feet. That's it. And this is a nightmare. The wolf, silhouetted in the moonlight, dropped its shaggy head, its eyes following his every move. It snarled low in its throat, saliva dripping from its mouth. He was either hallucinating or going nuts. I have to go home. He couldn't keep his voice from cracking. Laurie's waiting for me. No, echoed in his head. You're going to die instead. Not his words. He found he couldn't move his feet. The wolf had insidiously slouched closer. Hate radiated from it like the foul stench of a dead skunk. Its eyes, glowing orbs in the haze, locked onto his terrified ones. What are you? He whimpered. The creature's fur rippled like velvet over iron. There was the crack of bone, a tearing of skin, as it reshaped before his eyes from a wolf into a sylph-like woman with long, flowing blonde hair, a stone-white face, blood-red lips, and vicious ebony eyes that narrowed in triumph at him. She spread out her hands and slightly bowed her head, as if to introduce herself. She was beautiful and vaguely familiar, but evil emanated so strongly from her that it tainted that beauty. Vampire. It hissed deep in his subconscious. There are no such things as vampires, he blurted out before he could stop himself, sweat breaking out on his face. Her fingers pointed at him and began to rise, and Joey felt himself lifted from the floor a few inches and gently set back down. She smiled and bared bloody fangs, and Joey knew without a doubt what she was and what she wanted of him. In a heart-gripping second, he became a believer. Then the woman was gone as swiftly as she'd arrived, and the wolf was back, its putrid breath warm on Joey's cold skin. Jesus, he prayed, help me. Nothing can help you now. I killed your friends the Albers. I killed your father. He screamed with rage and struggled to break the unnatural power it had on him, trying to lunge at it and throttle its wicked throat. And for a moment, he thought he'd torn free. Something snatched him high up into the air, his feet dangling in nothingness, and slammed him into the counter, 
knocking the wind out of him and smashing his ribs. This time he screamed in pain. His limp body slid from the counter and fell with a dull thud onto the floor. Sprawled between the stools, he cowered in shock, moaning. He gazed up with glassy eyes, his mind slipping. The monstrous wolf was watching him hungrily, not three feet away through the stools, slathering. Joey violently rocked his head, his eyes white with fear and his tongue swelling in his throat. This wasn't happening. Any second he would wake up, laugh at all this, and stride out the door on his way home to Lori. Any second now. The wolf inched closer.